Greetings. Welcome to Active Word, uh, Active Word, the Living Word of God. Uh, tonight we will uh, look at truth, the agitator that shakes loose, and grace, the love that restores. Um, grace and truth, actually, the Lord tells us, came through him, through Jesus Christ. And we honor you, Lord Jesus. We honor you, God the Father, and we honor you, Holy Spirit. We ask for your presence and your change, uh, your provision to come forth, to activate and to strengthen us and renew us in the truth and in the love of God. In Jesus' name. So tonight I'm going to start in uh, Hebrews uh, chapter 12, verse 25. I'm going to just once you consider change, how that you know change comes about, and uh, truth being a uh, agitator seems that uh, the Holy Spirit has. emphasize the washing machine and the operation of that and how it operates to help give better understanding of the spiritual things. So let me uh, share the word with you as we start from Hebrews chapter 12, verse uh, 25. See to it that you do not refuse him who speaks. If they did not escape when they refused him who warned them on earth, how much less will we if we turn away from him who warns us from heaven? At that time, his voice shook the earth, but now he has promised. And God's faithful to his promises. He does not lie. He is truthful. So once more, he says, I will shake not only the earth, but also the heavens. The word once more indicates the removing of what can be shaken. That is, the created things, so that what cannot be shaken may remain. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, let us be thankful, so worship God acceptably with reverence and awe, and for God is a consuming fire. So just to give you a little bit of background, you know, I... uh, came to the revelation of Jesus as the Son of God and the Savior, the Lord of Peace, when I was 12 years old. I received him, and uh, so I'm, I'm now 72. So I've been uh, in a walk in a process of uh, growing in the grace and the knowledge of the Lord for uh, some time, but in, in, you know, in considering eternity, that's a very short time, but to... As far as an occupation, uh, I uh, spent time in the Air Force uh, for a tour, but then uh, began to work at a Ford dealership, and within seven years, I opened up a auto body uh, repair and uh, restoration shop uh, called Doc's Auto Body. Uh, spent about 40 years in that. All that time, though, I was in ministry at the church and in other uh, groups uh, within the, the locations that I lived. Uh, in Kansas, uh, we're located in Kansas. But um, God has uh, encouraged me in the past few years. I became ordained in, uh, 
in uh, 2019 or July. But my my calling and my goal is more outreach uh, to those uh, to those to some prison ministries. I work with uh, a lot of those that who have um, spent time in a prison or trying to recover to encourage, pray, and, and give support where where I'm able. Um, we also um, have a strong uh, prayer uh, intercessory ministry. So just to give you a little background, uh, it's not about me. It's all about Jesus and what he's done and what he will do for us. But as we look at the truth that agitates when you begin to put your clothes in the laundry, and I don't know, maybe you turn your socks right side out, maybe you even wrong side out, you know, your pants. I'm the guy that, you know, everything's right side out, if I, you know, so it's ready when it comes out of the dryer to be put on. But, you know, it, it really doesn't make a lot of difference unless it's really wadded up tight because then it doesn't always get as clean as it should or you end up with more wrinkles when you bring it out. So um, the agitator in a washing machine is designed to activate the motion. There's newer washing machines that just have a motion activation without an actual physical agitator, but that's just uh, a greater revelation of how the truth works. It shakes uh, loose, it moves and presses against what's there to be washed so there can be removal of the stains, of the of um, discoloration and other contaminants that have uh, come on your clothing. So in the spirit, God wants us to understand that truth is designed to shake loose, uh, whether it's uh, uh, falsehood or deception or uh, unbelief or anything that is of this world that is temporary, so that you come to a firm foundation of eternal truth that is found in God. He's absolutely true. God is a father of truth. There's no lie in him. It's impossible for him to lie. Uh, when that foundation begins to stand in your life, that revelation of who he is and that he's also absolutely good, he's absolutely caring, loving, then there becomes a uh, an openness that you can go through a process and you can allow, you allow the truth to shake loose those falsehoods in your life, in your life, that your life can become free from the influence that that would have on you. You know, you can say it's a, a cloudy day out and the sun can be shining. You can say it's a sunny day out and it can be cloudy, but it, it's only true if what you're saying is actually the reality that is there. So truth will come against any false witness, any falsehood that uh, tries to distort or to bring deception. And so to understand that uh, Deceit or falsehood is an enemy of God. It's it's not his will that we be deceived. He calls out to us with his word to be activated in our life to help us be free from the falsehood. And so the agitation of truth 
will shake some things loose. And sometimes, you know, people get upset. Well, I don't like that. Well, maybe you don't like it, but if you allow it to work in your life, it will bring understanding and freedom from that falsehood and into an understanding that God, his word is true, but it is also that he desires to set you free so you can know the truth and then the truth that you know will set you free. And he sent his son, Jesus, to give us understanding of his love that he was willing to fulfill righteousness and take the punishment that we deserve for our rebellion, our falsehood, our separation from him so that we might be restored to right standing with him and brought from a natural understanding of this world of a normal, if you will, on the washing machine into an active way where there's spirit and there's life, where there's a kingdom and a a glory that <laughs> outshines the sun. So anyway, I um, share those uh, aspects with you of what God's saying there. And I'd like to back up a little bit in that chapter in Hebrew 12 to get a little fuller picture of what God wants us to understand. In uh, verse 12, he says, Strengthen your feeble arms and your weak knees. Make level paths for your feet so that the lame may not be disabled, but rather healed. So we find God's desire to make a way forward that there's healing, that there's wholeness, that there's truth that will set us free. He says in verse 14, make every effort to live at peace with all men, to be holy. Without holiness, no one will see God. Holiness is just set apart to the truth, yielding to righteousness. It's not that we have a holiness, but that we're called to be uh, alive in him and to be made new. And he says, see to it then that no one misses the grace of God and that no bitter root grows up to cause trouble and defile many. So we find God has a grace. He has a love that will help us be free from a bitterness that will give us a freedom that we can have um, patience and understanding and kindness towards one another and that we can know that God desires to restore and, and to heal and to make home. He also says, see to it that no one is sexually immoral or is godless like Esau, who for a single meal sold his inheritance rights as the oldest son. Afterwards, as you know, when he wanted to inherit this blessing, he was rejected. He could he could bring about no change of mind, though he sought the blessing with tears. In other words, if we're going to throw off the blessing of God and the goodness of God and not count it of any importance when he's calling us to trust him, to hear his voice. And if you hear moments of silence, I encourage you in that silence 
to hear what God is speaking. God is speaking to you. He's speaking to me. He's speaking to the world uh, in many ways. The issue is there are many distractions and deceptions that try to suppress his voice. But if we'll turn to him, if we'll yield to the truth, if we'll trust him that he's good and that he loves us with an unconditional love that desires to restore us to his family, to his kingdom, to his will, to be sons and daughters, not slaves or servants, but sons and daughters in a family that will rejoice in everlasting joy and everlasting peace. If we will recognize that he is true, that he is faithful, we can turn and be made whole. We can find truth in life to overcome every uh, every place of disappointment, every place of despair, any anything that has come uh, to destroy. We can find hope, a life internal. Uh, sometimes we will go through things that are ungodly and are demonic, but God will not leave us to that effect. He delivers us into his life and to his love, and he promises that at the time of restoration is full, that we will receive uh, healing, He'll wipe away every tear, and he'll restore us to the creation of glory that we were intended to have in all eternity. So um, he tells us, but in uh, verse uh, 18, you have not come to a mountain that can be touched, that is burning with fire, to darkness, to gloom, and storm, to a trumpet blast, or to such a voice speaking uh, speaking words that those who heard it begged that no further word be spoken to them because they could not bear what was commanded. Even if an animal touched the mountain, it must be stoned. The sight was so terrifying that Moses said, I am trembling with fear. But here's the mountain that you have come to, to the Mount Zion, to the goodness and mercy of God. On this mountain of the Lord, it is provided where Jesus uh, atoned for our sin, where he was lifted up on the cross and gave his life a ransom for many. Any who would receive him, he said, as many as receive him, would be power to become born of God, become alive in the spirit and in the truth and set free from the power of darkness. He says, you have come to Mount Zion, to the heavenly Jerusalem, the city of the living God. You have come to thousands upon thousands of angels in joyful assembly, to the church, to the called out, if you will, of the firstborn, whose names are written in heaven. You have come to God, the judge of all men to the spirits of righteous men made perfect, complete, to Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, and to the sprinkled blood 
the blood of salvation, the blood of Christ Jesus that speaks a better word than the blood of Abel. Of course, Abel was the first uh, born son who came slew after the fall of man, and his blood cried out uh, for uh, righteousness, for deliverance from this evil act that death brought to him through his brother's uh, jealousy over his sacrifice and being accepted by God. But the works that Cain had offered the fruit of the ground, which was cursed, were not accepted by God. God required that blood, innocent blood, be applied, uh, be sacrificed to give life. Uh, There's many sacrifices that take place in our culture today. Uh, Most are evil. They offer up and they sacrifice the children on the altar of pleasure, on the altar, altar of uh, selfishness on the altar of pride, an al- altar of evil that desires to steal, to kill, and destroy. But Jesus came that we should have victory over that. And if we will be activated by the word and we allow the truth to shake us loose and deliver us from deception and distortion and come into the reality of Christ Jesus, the Messiah, our salvation, we are set free from that deception to walk in a greater glory, in a greater understanding, to walk free and come into the knowledge of him into a kingdom that cannot be shaken. So if you look at the world today, uh, many things are in a process of being shaken uh, to see what you will trust and what you will let go. I pray that by the grace of God, as this uh, shaking comes forth of not only the earth but also the heaven, you will respond to the truth and the love of God and allow that freedom from the deceptions of the lies and the falsehood of this world that would try to destroy you and cause you to reject the goodness and the love of Jesus. And would Satan desires that you be condemned as he is and to be separated from truth and from life and to be cast into outer darkness. I pray the grace of God would inspire you to seek the truth. Jesus said that his word is truth, and that if you would know the truth, the truth will set you free. There is a process of revelation and understanding to know the truth. And in that process comes freedom, comes wisdom, comes life. Truth is, as the word of God, it is a light. It shows up what's there. Jesus said that men would not come into the light because their deeds were evil and they preferred darkness. 
but he came to offer us hope that in the light we can receive grace to be cleansed from the darkness and come into the freedom of truth and light. Jesus being the light of the world, he's declared in John chapter 8 that whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. I can bear witness the testimony of Jesus is the word of prophecy. He calls forth his light into a darkness, and he delivers us. His word is faithful and true. Uh, the righteous shall walk by faith. We have declared that faith is based on absolute truth. Many try to have a partial truth, have a, a belief that takes parts here and there and tries to create a secure position apart from the true light. It's only in the true light and in the true love of God that we're able to walk and trust him. As a child takes his father's hand and a father, a good father, leads and cares for his child, God desires us as his children to be able to trust him and to take his hand and allow him to restore us to the creation glory that he desires and called us to. But he gave us free will. He gave us free choice. And some of those choices have not been very wise, have been selfish or prideful or mistaken in how we chose. And I don't know if you've ever had buyer's remorse, but uh, oftentimes uh, once the price uh, and has been paid and the item has been received and, and you uh, aren't uh, pleased with it, there's uh, oftentimes a hard time to ever exchange it and get your money back. So uh, God wants us to know that with him there can be no buyer's remorse, that the things that truth bring into our life help us to choose wisely and to know that he loves us with an everlasting love. Um, last week we, just, we looked at Jesus the Word, Jesus the Teacher, and Jesus the High Priest. Uh, Hebrews chapter 4, 12, 16, uh, revealed that the word of God's active. It's sharper than any two-edged sword. So the word of God comes to uh, open up and to reveal. But in that process, uh, that opening up and that revealing will bring new life, will bring healing. In uh, the scripture, in the Psalms, where it records that he sent his word and healed us. Jesus being the word, Jesus being the teacher, and Jesus being the high priest, the one who gave his life and overcame and now intercedes at the throne of God uh, for our lives, for our uh, restoration. You know, in the bodywork uh, area, for restoration to take place, there has to be a great exposure. Everything has to be removed uh, to get to the foundation of what is there and begin to restore the very foundation. The truth is absolute. It's a foundation that we have to go to to uh, bring about restoration. Uh, 
uh, rust uh, corrosion is uh, a very uh, sneaky uh, process in the vehicle. Uh, much of that happens on the underside and on the backside of, of fenders and panels and, and parts. And it's caused by uh, a moistness that comes and exposes the metal to uh, oxidation that brings about a corrosive action. And it creates a hot spot that actually causes an electrical charge to activate more corrosion as that as that hot spot uh, increases every time it's moistened there's electrical corrosion that takes place that is the way sin works in our life it's 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 hidden it comes from the backside it it seems like there's no problem everything looks good on the outside you enjoying your life or whatever uh, process you're in, but the action is being corrosive from the inside out. And at some point it breaks through. It causes uh, great sorrow. It causes great pain. It causes great loss. It destroys hope. It destroys families. It destroys relationships, but that corrosion, uh, when it's removed and God makes us new, it is not able to overcome the goodness and the love of God. Jesus is there to give you new life. Uh, sometimes in, the, in an accident or a damaged vehicle, there was uh, ability to repair an item if it's not damaged too bad. But at other points, uh, different parts, different items had to be taken off and removed and a new item restored to, to make the vehicle whole again. Uh, sometimes we need, we need God to release us from damage and from old understanding and old ways that we can have a new start. Uh, God tells us in his word that his mercy is new every morning. I believe many uh, in the kingdom of God lack understanding of how good God's mercy is. He gives us a day and a night. It says his faithfulness is through the night, that he's there to carry us through the darkness, through the dark times, and to offer us mercy new every morning. But we have a choice. We can receive it or we can just rely on ourselves. So the activation of Truth, the agitation of truth will shake you at times because oftentimes people say, well, I don't believe that. But that doesn't change the truth. The truth will continue to confront us with any falsehood, any deception. But if we will respond to the truth, the love of God will be there to restore and to bring you into a new life Jesus identified as the son of man that we might know that he connected with us in a personal relationship in completeness that we might know 
that he so identified with us to be like us, that we can know him. And through the mercy of God and the sacrifice of God, we can become, we can be restored to the original creation of God the Father, to be sons, daughters of the Most High God, and to walk in eternity and all the kingdom of God and the fullness of God, to have the kingdom of God, the word tells us, is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. God, our Father, has sent the Holy Spirit now to minister and to bless you. His word declares that he will pour out his spirit on all flesh. He desires the the revelation of the life of the spirit of active from a natural life into a supernatural life into a kingdom that's everlasting. God began a colony on earth with man as his loved his loved children and offered them the every uh, convenience, every uh, bit of goodness to bring his kingdom into that colony, gave him authority and provision. Deception came when they were tested uh, to choose whether to believe God, whether to partake of the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil, which was the one condition that the Father asked, if you can have all the other goodness and provision I have, but I require that you do not eat of this fruit lest you die. And Jesus uh, is the tree of life. He came back uh, to restore that life, that hope of true life through God. Uh, Satan uh, deceived mankind, usurped man's authority, and he has been cloaked in deception and desires you to be ignorant of the truth, to be uh, deceived and misled and to think that God isn't good, that he's holding out on you. But he wants you to know, Jesus wants you to know that he did not hold back his very life. He suffered and came through a great uh, turmoil and great anguish because he loves you and he desires you to be healed and to be restored to the truth and righteousness in, in him through faith in him. I hope you understand that God will not change, that he's the same yesterday, today, and forever, but he does call us to change. Truth will cause you to change. You have a choice, a freedom to either be bitter or to be better. In other words, to choose life. It's your choice. God doesn't force you to do that, but he does cause truth to shake the very foundations of falsehood and of deceit so that you can understand and see that the things you may have trusted in and the lies you believed are not absolute. They are not sound. They will not prevail. Truth will overcome. Truth will prevail always. And when God, who is the truth, 
brings you to truth. He brings you or draws you by his love. He wants you to know that he loves you with an everlasting love, that he desires uh, you to be whole and created you for relationship and for glory in the kingdom of God, not uh, just for this temporary time in, in uh, this body and this uh, earth suit is how I refer to it. It's the outward suit we wear. God breathes his life into us by his breath. Spirit is life. And when your body, you put off this earth suit, your spirit will still be alive. Your soul, your mind, your will, emotions will still exist. And God desires that through the grace and faith that you would come into the glory and receive him and the redemption of adoption as sons and daughters to have the restored body of Christ Jesus, an eternal body without spot or blemish. I hope that the word that's shared tonight and that the Lord has brought forth, and I know it will break through the falsehoods and deceptions, I declare it into the atmosphere, into the heavens, into the earth, to bring glory to his name. And set captives free, Jesus declared as he began the ministry by the power of the Holy Spirit that the Spirit of the Lord is upon me to set at liberty the oppressed, to set the captives free, to heal the brokenhearted, to declare the time of his favor and the day of vengeance of the Lord our God. This is God's call and purpose. I uh, pray for eyes and ears to be open, to hear the voice of the Lord and the goodness of God that you will choose to seek out Jesus said clearly that if you would draw near to him, he will draw near to you. He will reveal himself to you. And the word of God declares that this is eternal life, to know the true and the living God and the one he sent, his son. And when Jesus fed the 5,000, He multiplied the bread and the fish, the natural substance, and they went after him just the next day to find him again. And he said, you know, you've come after me because you've eaten the bread, not because you believe and, and, and are doing what God desires. And they asked him, what is the work that God desires? And the work he said that God desires is to believe, to trust in the one he sent, his son. So I encourage you with this word of truth, that the word of God is active, it's living, it's alive. Jesus is the word. Jesus is the teacher. He is the high priest who is interceding, who is calling upon grace and truth and revelation, repentance and forgiveness for each of us to be delivered from darkness, delivered from evil, and to be able to walk and be empowered by the Holy Spirit and the Word of God to be filled with His Word. In the washing machine, there's a spin cycle that happens. There's a rent cycle to God works through a process to restore us. 
and to cleanse us and deliver us from sin, from stains of this world, from falsehood, and restore us to be clean and pure. I pray by the grace of God that you would desire a pure heart and clean hands and that Jesus would be seen wherever you are. Wherever you are, know that God is there to bless you. He is the God who blesses. He is the God who loves. He is the God of all goodness and all truth. I hope this message has been encouraging to you and that uh, I would share this word with you as by the Holy Spirit for the reality and revelation of his kingdom. This is the season, the time for revelation of the kingdom to be brought into the reality of our lives, to experience dominion and the rule of Jesus right where you're at. He's here to establish his kingdom on earth. That's where he's taking us to walk in the fullness of him. It is his kingdom, not mine, not yours, but his. He is God and there is no other. I um, sign off uh, at this point and uh, I trust that God will declare his freedom uh, throughout the earth and his glory will touch and give life and bring light to wherever his word is sent. And I release his word and the ministry of angels and uh, messengers of inheritance, the kingdom of God to come into this world, this natural world, the created world, and shake loose the things of creation to bring in the kingdom of God. Grace and love be with you and glory to the name of Jesus. I give and declare his glory, not mine. God bless. Till next time.